0: Welcome to the world of Shannon, everybody. Um, oh, I am no, the Dungeon no, no. Master. <laughs> I am the Dungeon Master Tio, and we've got uh, with us Stefan. Hello. Uh, Brandon. Howdy. Clay. What's up? And Dan.
1: And Dan. Who did not help
2: oh. you? I need to learn how to not mute myself. Hello. <laughs> he was he was he was
1: doing sign language. Hello. He yeah, funny. yeah, for all of our deaf listeners out there.
2: Yeah, just trying to be inclusive, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So this is Scoundrels D and D for terrible people, um, a podcast that is. Um, Kind of a a fun Dungeons & Dragons adventure first and a podcast second. Uh, This is not at all professional quality. We are just doing this for for gits and shiggles, So for the most part. Um, So yeah, um, we're bad guys here in this one. So Brandon, how terrible are you?
1: How terrible am I?
0: How terrible are you?
1: How terrible am I? Well, the other day I uh, was eating a bowl of nails. Yeah, so?
2: It's terrible on your
0: milk. Oh, we'll go right in. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to ask everybody how terrible they are every episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm probably going to alternate between you guys. All righty, so. Let's get this started. Um, We are in a train station. Um, And Dan, your character is standing in line to get their ticket. Uh, Would you like to describe your character for everybody?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, So I guess from an outside perspective, you would see a tall, skinny uh, dragonborn. Uh, The bits of their scales that you can see are uh, kind of an iridescent purple, but they're wearing a lot of dark clothing. So they've got uh, kind of like a cloak, kind of like their shirts, like really billowy and cloaky on the top, but it kind of tucks into like weird pants on the bottom. So I look like real goofy, but it's got a hood on top. The cloak looks like all billowy and it uh, it looks like you could store all kinds of fun things inside little hidden pockets and things in there. Kind of a goofy looking weird uh very kind of shiny purple dragonborn and uh he looks a little evil with a kind of a generic scar on his face and he is waiting in line
0: all right and as you are standing in line and getting ready to uh get your ticket it's moving a little slowly um Uh, the space behind you, you hear um, what sounds like a couple, you know, laughing and giggling and carrying on. And when you turn around to look, you see a woman who clearly comes from an affluent background. Um, She's got like the furs on her shoulder. She's wearing like the long sequined dress or whatever. I don't know. The big sun hat. Um, and the person whose arms she's hanging on, Stefan, would you like to describe this character?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I assume this is me.
0: Yes, yes, this is Uh, you.
3: So my character is a very tall. Uh, If you could see under the cowl of his cloak, he's a very pale person. Uh, very strange white eyes, who seems to be unusually good at uh, making himself the center of attention, whether he wants to or not. Uh, he seems to attract attention pretty much wherever he goes, and the woman that he's with has a very glazed look on her face. Um, he wears very, uh, very ornate Gothic attire that uh, comes equipped with um, sort of like a a vest and some very nice uh, rugged looking but very well detailed gothic pants and some sturdy boots and uh, he carries a pack with him which is not normal for people who, who might come from an affluent background so clearly he is not uh, associated with the woman he's with he uh, just seems to be particularly natural when he when he uh, en- enticed her to a conversation and it seems to be working unusually well
0: yes and you can and and you can hear her like she's hanging on to every word he says every joke he tells this woman's like
4: oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's her laugh, yes. Um, and so uh, finally, I think
1: you're with a woman, man.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> finally, um, Dan's character makes it to the front of the line. Um, the ticket booth operator is a human. Um, and he said he looks at Dan's character and asks, "All right, where you headed?"
2: Uh yeah, I'm uh Oh wow. Oh yeah, I'm really <laughs> <this is laughs> you. here. Maybe you're my brother, I don't know. Maybe we're related. Wow. This uh, is
3: astounding. I've never met someone someone with, with a voice quite alright. <laughs> <long time>.
2: Ah <laughs> uh, well
0: I feel like this is destiny.
2: Yeah. Um well maybe maybe you should join me. You want to join my party and come with me on an adventure? Let's go. Come on.
0: Uh roll a persuasion check.
4: First roll of the <laughs>
2: First roll of the campaign persuasion. Mm, persuasion, not my strong suit. Oh, what'd you get? uh let's see. Well, my charisma is a plus zero, and I rolled a six. Uh-oh. Okay,
0: I'm gonna say, uh, it, it, you know, you know, I, I would love to, honestly, I would love to, but like, I got a wife and kids to feed. I need a steady paying job. Like, you know, adventuring. You know, like I understand the appeal, but I don't think it's for me. You know, I'm I'm already kind of rooted here, so you know,
2: I probably bet I'm probably
0: gonna have to turn you down on that one, friend.
2: All oh, right, right. Well, uh, you're welcome. You're
0: welcome to. I could I could you know give you a reference, recommend you. You like you know you're welcome to start working here if you like.
2: Oh no, I'm I'm not that desperate. My life isn't that bad. Uh, Shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. Just. Yeah, <laughs> well, this this is getting awkward now. So uh, uh, yeah, where are where you, he, you heading, Bob? Kind of rummage in, in my pockets to find the letter that summoned me so I can remember where it is I'm even going. Because that's how much attention I've even paid to what I'm doing. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> All right. The, um, the letter the letter has requested your presence um at an inn in um the port city of Heard. Heard. Uh, herg. H-R-R-G. Oh, Herg.
2: Her, yeah, Herg. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to get to here, and I pointed at uh, her, Herg. Um, you got any any trips going that way?
0: Oh, yeah, we got one leaving in about uh, 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 minutes. Uh,
2: <laughs> how far to this?
0: To get to, get to herg. um, I didn't have a specific number of minutes in mind, and I don't know what a good amount of time is, so yeah minutes is what i'll say uh, so
2: well yeah time's a bit of an illusion anyway anyway uh how much is this income
0: Whoa, geez getting a <laughs> discussion on me there pal <laughs>
2: uh, i wasn't
0: ready to ha- have a philosophy discussion there all right it's gonna be um uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's probably about a six silver for
2: a ticket okay uh i rummage around right. in my in my pockets some more and uh fiddle around, pull out a few things that aren't it quite, it's like, oh, here's here's some mushrooms and, and here's like a, a, a weird dried foot of some sort from some <laughs> creature, and like know that and I stuff that back in, and they go, ah, here we go, and I, and I give him uh, six silver and I put it on the counter. Alrighty.
0: Alrighty. He um, takes the six silver, uh, he prints out a ticket from his magic printer, ticket, <laughs> printer, um, and he yanks up, hands the you, and says, all right, here you go. One one admission for one adult to, uh, I assume you're an adult, yeah, to yes, uh, yes.
2: the port city of Hurricane. You have a nice trip, friend. All right. Enjoy your boring life. And I walk away. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> Jesus.
0: All right. So the two people behind him step up to the plate, and um, as your character, Dan, is walking towards the train. You see a man getting dragged away by guards yelling like, But you have the wrong person! I am uh, Dibbleson Von Boregard! I I lost my ticket! I am Dibbleson Von Boregard! And that guy just gets dragged out of the station.
2: Yeah, I just kind Uh of pull my hood a little tighter and try to not draw any attention. (laughs)
0: All right, so the the ticket booth guy looks at Stefan's character and the woman, and he says, "All right, where are you headed?
3: uh, we would like some tickets to Herg,
0: if you don't mind Two adult tickets to herg. I don't know why we charge based on adult or child <laughs> um, but you know whatever. two adult tickets for herg it's going to be twelve silver.
3: Ah, uh, that museum. who is this person that I'm with?" I don't remember names.
0: Um, oh, right, right. Her um, her name. She is uh, she, her name is Vanessa von Glockenspielin.
3: Uh, Vanessa, would you
0: mind? Oh, of course not, darling. <laughs> <laughs> she um, so she opens up her um coin purse and sticks her whole arm inside <laughs> of it. Sc- um, digging around, looking looking for uh, the right amount. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I have so many higher value coins sitting at the top and the lower value coins all sitting at the bottom. <laughs> um, so eventually she pulls a handful of silver out of her coin purse without actually counting and says, will this cover it, dear? And the uh ticket booth operator is like yes i love counting coins at the register this is my favorite (laughs) thing so he very carefully because he's an honest man uh uh takes 12 pieces of silver out of the pile and says all right you gave me a little too much by about 12 more (laughs) extra coins so here's 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 what's still yours and i'll just take what was owed and print off the tickets it takes him a little too long to get those coins in the register. He keeps dropping one of them, um, and he just will not cooperate with him. Um, and then he closes the register, prints off the two tickets, and says, Enjoy your trip. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> uh, Vanessa turns to your character, Stefan, and says, Oh, darling, it's so, it's so much fun interacting with poor people. <laughs> <laughs> The only poor people I talk to are the servants back at the mansion, and they're paid to be nice to me.
3: (laughs) A wonderful world of new uh, experiences.
0: Yes, new experiences indeed. (laughs) Alright, so you guys are getting on the train. Uh, You're looking for some decent seats. Dan, as you're uh, walking down the aisles looking for decent seats, you're looking to the left, seats are occupied. You look to the right, seats are unoccupied. Um, and keep walking. But then, all of a sudden, you hear a window to your right where the unoccupied seats were uh, open and shut very quickly. And when you whip your head back around, you see... Clay, would you like to describe Okay, well... Uh...
4: My guy is a, a, a king. Uh, he's around five foot three. He's relatively short, really scraggly looking. Even though he just reached maturity, he doesn't really care about his appearance very much. But um, <clears throat> he's got like a got like a not like a cape, but like a hood, only really long hood, leather leather armor under his huge cloak that he's on, packed to the brim with all kinds of tools, weapons, and sorts. But no one to the untrained eye can see it. Relatively, just a really short black bird with a cloak on.
5: Not
0: too short. Five to he's About five feet, I'd say. Right. Yeah, that's not too short. That's well. I mean, like the insight. other two
4: characters we have introduced are like six six foot something or
0: tall. Yeah, yeah. I I get it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, compared to them, he's short.
2: Are there um, are there open seats? Uh, kind of like the mirror side of where he's sitting. Like I don't want to sit directly next to him, but like I want to sit like a mirror of him. Or as I said, yeah, yeah,
0: like the the entire like I guess booth not not booth, but the entire like area. You know how trains are set up, where like the seats are basically benches and they face each other and they're on either side of the train.
2: Oh, like a subway uh, train.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, not not quite like that. Like um, like
1: Harry Potter kind.
2: Of.
0: Kind of, except without the walls and doors.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, okay. I get you. I get So, like,
0: you have the option to sit directly across from him and face him if you want, but that might be a little awkward.
2: No, I'll, um, I'll sit across the way in, in one of the other little areas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there are available seats um, in a lot of places on this train. So, yeah, you sit directly across the aisle, I'm assuming, from him. Yes.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. All right. And then, um, Lastly, you, uh, um, Stefan, as your character is getting on the train, walking down this same aisle, because I assume all you guys are in the same car. Um, you see um, the uh, one of the um, train guys, uh, one of the operators. I don't know what they're called. A waiter? I got a waiter. Sure, an usher. A, one of the train ushers. Is guiding someone saying, right this way, Mr. Von Beauregard. And um, guiding someone to a seat. And Mr. Von Beauregard is. Brandon, describe your character.
1: Uh, He's short, has eyes, nose, mouth. He is a halfling. He's two and a half feet tall. Basically, like a. uh, early 30s type age uh, and I'll leave it up to the listener to leave in their head of what he's wearing the listener could think that he's naked the listener could think that he's wearing uh, some nice
2: doodads doodads <laughs> All <right>. doodads maids <laughs> uniform it is got it <laughs>
1: Whatever the listener Battle suit would Battle like. from uh, Evangelion.
0: Okay. <laughs> sure, <laughs> Mr. Frodo. I'm not sure this French maze outfit will fit me. It will fit you fine, Sam. Just do this oh for me, God. please. It will really, it will really help, help lighten the
1: burden
3: I'm carrying. The walk to Mordor suddenly <laughs> takes a very different tone. Sam, why don't
1: you, why don't you come, why don't you come over to my bed, Sam, and and hop on it with me, Mary and Pippin.
2: <laughs> it takes a really
0: weird tone. That's really twisted when you consider the fact that Pippin is oh. related to Frodo. <laughs> Things suddenly get really There's weird. not a lot of
1: us <laughs> hobbits, so
0: there. I believe he's related to Frodo through Bilbo, though. So it's not like they're not like directly blood related. Their their relation is through Bilbo. But.
3: Moving on. Anyway, anyway that's, we're getting off track. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yes. Um, and the uh, train usher, for lack of a better word, um, says to you, I, when I heard that the great von von Beauregard was going to be on the train today, I wasn't expecting a halfling, if you don't mind me saying so, sir. I
5: oh, kind of mind, it sounds... Sounds a bit racist, but you know. Sir, I did not mean any offense by it.
0: If it would make you feel better, I will wait until the train begins moving and throw myself from it to make up for this transgression.
5: Uh, I'd like that. I I'd also I'd also like a a nice cup of joe.
0: Yes, sir. Right away, sir. He takes off down the down the aisle. Um, I'm assuming Stefan's character and and Vanessa von Glockenspielin have uh, found their seats. I would assume so. All right. And Vanessa is looking around and she's like, oh, we're sitting in the common car with the common people. <laughs> how fun, darling. How fun. Oh.
2: So are we all in the same train car?
0: You're all in the same train car. Um, And the train begins moving. You feel that that like jerk and the and you hear the woo woo, which actually isn't the sound of the engine. That is literally like a string that the um, uh, engineer at the front is pulling that's like attached to a guy's leg. Um, and the guy <laughs> is yelling, woo, woo, <laughs> uh, as they get moving. So um, this is just a commonly known thing about the mechanics of trains. Uh, <laughs> is, is the coal train so, uh, up there?
1: Is he going, woo, woo, Is the um, coal train, baby. What,
0: funny, you should, funny you should ask about coal train.
1: Um, the
0: way the train is powered actually isn't through coal. It's um, through um, magic stones that
1: make neat. fire. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Magic
2: fire stones.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Is this common knowledge that like, we all know? Yeah, about? yeah,
0: this is common knowledge. Okay. Um the way that technology works in this world is basically magic exists in its place. I see. Um so, like a lot of the more complex stuff, like trains and boats and blimps, are powered by magical means for the most part. Um, usually, stones that have some sort of weird um, innate enchantment to them.
1: Okay. okay. See, I thought I thought you were basically just saying like bootleg charcoal. Oh, trying no. to add uh, change the name to magic stones that create fire.
0: No, 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 no! It's actual magic stones that literally okay, just fire. It. Okay, um, because the the rare magic in this world is spell casting. Like, if you don't have an innate connection to magic, then spell casting is like considered weird. Yeah. Um, so, like, like it's it's the difference between uh, an iPhone um, and a guy who can shoot lasers from his eyes. Like, that's, that's basically how... The difference in magic in this world. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I know that's a weird way to explain it, but that's the best way I can think to explain it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the this train is powered by Magic Rocks. Um, and starts taking off towards Herg. Um, some of you may be looking pensively out the window and watching the scenery fly by. Some of you might be reading... Some of you might be necking with a lady friend you you brought with you. Um, some of you might be sitting there completely naked, slashing <laughs> in a French maid outfit.
5: Mr. Um, kind of... Mr. Waiter, sir, could you get me a booster seat so I could see out the window?
0: Oh, yes, sir. Uh, he um, basically walks to the end of the car and grabs the children's booster seat and brings it to you and it's like, if I may, sir. You may. Um, Alright, so he picks you up, um, set, sets you down on the floor, puts the booster seat in your spot, straps it in and everything, picks you back up, puts you in the booster seat, and straps you in.
5: Can so you put started... me first, sir? <laughs> uh, he, picks, he
0: picks you up. Sir. <laughs> And slings slings your chin over his shoulder, his, his left shoulder, and gently rocks you back and forth and pats you on the back. <laughs> there. All better, sir.
5: Thank you. You you can go throw yourself off the train now. Thank you. Yeah, I will do
0: so at this moment, sir. He puts you back down, straps you back in, um, pats you on the what? head, and gives you a lollipop. Um, what a good man! Uh, and then you see him leave the train car, and you hear you hear uh, pat- patting on like the metal as he climbs on top of the train car. Uh, you can you can hear him slowly crawling because the train's moving kind of fast, um, so he can't really stand up very well. He's losing his balance, and then as you look out the window, you see a very quick blur and hear ah. <laughs> and then nothing.
5: That's a fine way to look. You look
0: back out the window to see if, to see if you can see his body at the side of the track, but you can only assume he got sucked under them because <laughs>
1: he's not there.
2: So I sort of lean over to uh, the Kenku across the aisle, and I'm like, "Hey, do you, do you think that guy up there had to pay kid price or adult price?" You gave him my booster seat, so I mean, what do you think?
5: Hey, I hear you <laughs> up there. You know what? You know what? There's nothing wrong with paying Kid Price because I got on here cheaper. That's right.
2: Wait, so how much cheaper is Kid Price versus the... Because uh, I paid I paid six silver for this thing, and I'm thinking I got ripped off. What? <laughs> What, you paid six silver? Or seven. I don't even remember. I wasn't really paying attention. I was more mocking the guy's lifestyle and uh, uh, you know, just <laughs> wait, on my he, way. But,
5: Wait, he told me that it was ten silver for children and twelve for adults.
2: <laughs> oh my. Uh, what an asshole. Maybe, well, did you get, uh, before or after, maybe I pissed him off because I did tell him his life was kind of pointless and, and awful and I didn't want to live it in any slight way because he tried to offer me a job so maybe i pissed him off i don't know because
5: i i only saw a bunch of legs in front
2: of me Hmm. maybe i pissed him (laughs) off well i guess the you know maybe maybe it should be more expensive for the child seat i mean they do have to provide it so you have to pay for the extra accommodation you know maybe that makes more sense
5: it's not like i'm keeping this booster seat i don't have pockets that
2: can hold a booster seat. You know, if I were you, I would take it though. I mean, because that's a lot of money that you paid for that. I would probably You're take probably that, really. right because a lot of time, I might go into the pub,
5: I might go into the library, and there's no booster seat. <laughs> there's no step stool. I can't. I can't get my favorite books. I can't reach them. So I, I think I'll take you up on that. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you know, you'd think this world, with all the uh, you know varying heights of people, they would adjust for that sort of thing, but they really don't. I mean, I kind of have the opposite problem. I hit my head on almost every doorway. I'm too goddamn tall, and they Us- don't make doors tall enough. They don't. You know, I mean, they probably put the they'd probably put the doorknob way over your head. I mean, who's this? Who are they building these for? Who are they exactly. building these
5: exactly. for? Exactly. Us minorities. We got to stick together.
2: Yes, yeah, Vanessa, we've been we've been slighted tons. Obviously, not. Vanessa, Vanessa
5: giggles,
0: <laughs> minorities <laughs> receiving accommodation.
2: <laughs> I, I, so I give um, uh, our, the guy I was just talking to. I can't remember what I guess. I don't know his name yet. Uh, I kind of give him like a, the eyes and I point up towards that lady who was just talking. and I'm kind of like, a, hey, watch this thing. And I cast mage hand, kinda of just like pull on her hair real quick and then dispel it. Just so she just thinks that somebody else is grabbing her hair just to fuck with her.
0: Alright. So you cast mage hand and does it require any rolls, the mage hand, or is oh, just
2: it's a... a cantrip, it's just a thing.
0: Okay, yeah, okay. Alright, so you cast mage hand and tug on her hair, and um I guess um
2: oh, shoot. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm only doing things I'm bad at, I guess. That's my my style. Stealth is not good for me. Uh, that is a total of t- 13.
0: 13? Okay. For her, <laughs> i to say that passes. Um, especially the state she's in. Uh, she's going to say, oh, I'm mm, oh, not oh, bothered. <laughs> I think we may need to find a private car, darling.
2: <laughs> oh well, I didn't do what I thought.
5: Uh, why? Why did you want me to watch that? You wanted me to watch Lady get horny.
2: <laughs> well, I thought you might think it was funny. You know, she's been really annoying. Her voice—it's just like it's like chalkboard and nails. It's awful. That that was very <laughs> disgusting. I I don't even think that's a lady. <laughs>
5: Wait, that's a man. I mean, whenever man? I went I'm pretty short, so whenever I was walking through, I saw up that dress and let me tell you. That ain't no
2: lady.
4: Yeah, it's really hard not to laugh between <laughs> dialogue.
2: So wait, did, did, did was that was that a wig that I pulled in? Did it feel like a wig or did it look, look like No, you? that
0: was real hair. That was
2: real hair. That man's got some ladylike hair. That, 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 <laughs> no, that, that's no man's hair. Are you sure? What do you? So wait, you're telling me you're a pervert and you're staring up dresses, but then you you got an eye full of dick. Is that what we got going on here? Hey, hey.
5: <laughs> no, what happened was I was just walking by, and some, some what I thought was a lass in a dress came walking by. She was like, "Yoo who fellow." And I turned around, and as I turned around, the dress, it just came by, and I got smacked in the face. So that's just how
2: I know. Yeah, it sounds like a perp. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so so the,
0: the, we the train ride continues to hurt. Um, It takes about two hours get there by train um from where you left the station you left was um other town station um you yeah you left from from the uh, the other town from, train
2: station. from somewhere somewhere from somewhere
0: somewhere hill yeah i'm yep. i'm going to miss i'm going to miss other town i place <laughs>
5: What's that? I'm going to miss Other Town. I, I grew up in Other Town. It's quite nice. Besides all the, the midget fighting and stuff.
0: All right. Every, everybody has heard this midget's name. <laughs> not midget. Sorry. That, mm,
5: pardon, pardon yourself, name. Mr. Dungeon Master. <laughs> pardon yourself.
0: I am horribly sorry. Throw yourself I off the tree. It's because he said it. It's because he said it. It's not... <laughs>
5: Um, Oh, oh, um, just just because the midget says it, that means anyone (laughs) can say it. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, this halfling, everyone has heard his name, has heard the name Dibblesmith von Beauregard. You also saw a guy in the train station getting dragged away by guards claiming he was Dibblesmith von Beauregard. I'd like everybody here to roll a history check to see if you know who this guy is, firstly. Let
5: me see if I know who I am. I got a ten for history. Oh my right. <laughs> I have a five.
0: I don't even know who I am. So yeah, um so Brandon, you have you have no idea who Dibblesmith von Beauregard is. Uh, I got a fourteen. Dan. Who got a fourteen?
2: Dan did me.
0: Dan, Dan. All right. With a fourteen, you know that Dibblesmith von is supposed to be a human, and he did not grow up in other town. He's a he's a scholar, um, a historian specifically. So,
4: mm. uh,
0: he's well known for documenting the Third Goblinoid War. Um, yes, I am in great detail. <laughs> so. Uh, what did the other two guys get for their history checks?
4: Yeah, I, I got a ten. Yeah.
0: Clay got a ten? Okay, yeah, you, you don't know any of that.
3: I'm here. I'm just Are you still there? staring at my dice in disbelief. Um
0: <laughs> What 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 did a total of check? a three? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have no idea who Dibblesmith von this Beauregard is. Weird. Um,
5: <laughs> so so, so in case
0: only one with enough in case of...
5: uh, in case Birdman and uh, uh, dude with dude that looks like a lady, um, I, man, I, man, I, man, I, man. I am Dibblesmith von blah blah blah. That's my name. <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, um,
0: Dan, are you going to call this guy out or, or are you going to leave it as it is?
2: So my character's sitting here thinking, on um, my right is someone who snuck into the train through the window. And in front of me, there is a man claiming <laughs> to be someone he's not. And then above him, even a little farther on the train, is a apparently a guy pretending to be a woman and then there's another. So this whole train's a bit fucky. So I think I'm just going to sit back and just kind of watch this unfold.
0: All right. So you you guys are on this weird-ass train ride all the way to the port city of Herg. Just a bunch of misfits and weirdos. Um, and weirdly enough, the <laughs> lizard guy is probably the most normal one on this train. Um, yep, totally normal. <laughs> And uh, you can feel the train begin to slow down. You hear them tug <laughs> the guy's leg up front. Woo-woo! Um, as they are pulling into Herg Station. Um, and um, you see a train usher, who looks very beaten and bloodied and is coming in with a limp, um, says, Alright, we're at Herg, and then he collapses to the floor.
2: <laughs> Wait, that guy jumped <laughs> off and he somehow made it back. I thought the point was What's his secret? I'll never tell I him. thought he was supposed to kill himself, so oh. well, he didn't really do a very good job, so
0: No, he was just supposed to throw himself from the
2: train. Okay.
5: As as Probably is, is as is customary for waiters of other towns.
2: So as as we get to exit, Uh, I'm gonna try to make it where I can be kind of close to this guy I know who's pretending to be somebody else. I'm gonna try to to be near him as we get off.
0: All right, um, Brandon, I want you to give me just a straight uh, dexterity check to see if you can unclip your (laughs) straps on your booster
3: seat. Okay.
1: Let's see. Uh, fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Okay, yeah, you're able to unclip your own straps and get out of your seat on your on your own. Finally, you, know, you don't need help. You're. Big I
5: fan. haven't been able to do this in <laughs> a while. I'm a big kid <laughs> right. now. So you're all,
0: you're all departing the train. All four of you, um, and Dan says he's making it a point to stick close to um, the guy who is hiding his mm-hmm. identity. Um, so as you all depart the train. Um, all four of you have a note on you with directions to a specific location.
2: So uh, as we're getting off, then, um, I want to make small talk with, with our short friend here.
0: Okay. Did you, did you check your note or are you talking right
2: away? I'm just talking as we're getting off first.
0: Okay. All right.
2: And I go. Uh, so, Baron von Snicklefritz, Fritz, I, I loved your work on the, the <laughs> elven renaissance piece you did. It was just perfect.
5: Oh, yes, yes. It was, it was very Renaissancey. y <laughs> um, Brandon, roll
0: history. All right. And um, I guess Dan, roll deception against his history.
2: My, my, my ploy is more of like, because I'm just trying to see, since he... See if he knows who he is because I don't think he... I, oh yeah,
0: I guess I guess yeah, I guess yeah. all he needs is uh, so never mind, a What's that? Seven? Seven? A um, seven. You you have no idea what Dibblesmith von Beauregard is known for, so the Elven Renaissance is not something he covered.
5: So I don't even but you know think what it the is. Elven Renaissance. Is. <laughs> <laughs> so So yes, what what did you like the most about my my Elven Renaissance paper?
2: Oh, well, it really inspired some of my works. And uh, I, I dig around in my, my clothes and I pull out a little letter that I, I had written on the rest of the trip. And I hand it to him. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you should check it out sometime. And it, uh, the letter, uh, if he opens it, what it says is like, you should probably do your research first. And I have a couple bullet points about who he's supposed to be. About the stuff I actually know that he's scared. So like the things he's actually written and that sort of stuff. I wrote down a little couple bullet points and then handed it to him
5: all right, I got time to read it right now. Right in front of you. All right,
0: let's the, read it.
5: Brand, yeah, let me I know forgot. what you think.
0: I forgot. I don't know if you ever gave me an answer when I asked you this question. Okay. Does to know how to read?
1: Yeah, he knows how to read.
0: Okay, all right. Um,
3: that would have been great if you couldn't. That would have been so good. Because <laughs> yours
0: is the only one in the group I ever had a question about with whether or not he knew how to read. The, well, the other me. three, reading is kind of a part of what they are, but uh, as for you. I wasn't sure.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: just let you me know. My
3: notes.
1: Know. In my okay. <laughs> and, That's uh, something we put in the notes that says "can't read."
5: <laughs>
0: oh, so you definitely. Can't I, read. I didn't
1: know I. Had. No. So, so you you don't know how to read? <laughs> I speak different languages, but no, I don't know how to read.
3: Perfect. <laughs> That's <laughs> very very good.
4: I can't read. I, I guess it makes
1: sense with uh with my backstory. I guess that's why we decided to do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm going okay. with that.
5: All right, so yeah,
0: you you have a note you can't read
1: telling you to do research that you
0: don't know you're supposed to do because you can't read the note saying it.
5: Mm, mm, yes, yes, these, these are good points you have here. Yes, yes. Hmm. Well, all right, I'll be on my way.
2: Oh, all right, then good <laughs> luck there, buddy. And uh, I sort of... Uh, split ways a little bit and then pull out the actual note that I need to know where I'm going
0: alright you read your note um, and it's giving you directions to an inn called the wilted pickle
2: the wilted pickle wilted pickle okay does the note say anything about like we're supposed to be discreet in any kind of way or just show up like, is there any um, it
0: does say don't, don't draw attention to yourself okay um so, yeah, there are a couple of streets you need to walk through. Um, it primarily is directing you through uh, a place called Market Street, which um, it's not the only place to, to buy goods. But it is the street most prominently flooded with uh, like stalls and marketplaces and um, people buying stuff, people selling stuff. So it's called Market Street because it's, it's where it's the main place you go to buy and sell. Um, so that's one of the streets you're being directed through. Um, and then there's like a left hook, then a right hook and straight, and then you turn right again. And almost immediately after you turn right, there's the Wilton Pickle.
2: Okay. Um, and, and in an attempt to be kind of discreet, I'm just going to take a seat outside like on the, like a bench, like someone would be waiting for the train and just kind of watch and see where other people go for a little bit. And then just, and then take my time to leave a little bit. All right. You, you had
0: mentioned. So you other three guys.
2: Yeah, you had mentioned um,
1: on the on the note it said like don't draw attention to your anything. My character Yeah, you probably it. have no idea what that part says. Yeah, yeah. You just know so, there's a map here. So my character my character's like,
5: Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I would like to test someone's knowledge. Someone's knowledge, see if they can read this note. Anyone? Anyone <laughs> in the streets? I'd like oh to see God. if you know how to read. Oh my God.
2: Yeah, bud, Um, come here. Come on over. Okay. We'll we'll test
5: this uh, with the scholar's uh, knowledge.
2: Sure, sure. I grabbed the note. Uh, Is it exactly like a mirror of mine?
5: It is identical. It
0: is identical to your note.
2: That's why I take it and I I, kind of whisper to him, like, you know, we're supposed to be discreet, right?
5: What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs)
2: did did you even bother to read this at all of of course I did I I imagine our benefactor here would be very happy if you're waving it and yelling in the middle of the train station for anyone to read it wait benefactor yeah You uh,
5: you don't mean did you get the same note
2: yeah yeah I did I've got one too, but oh, I, okay. I, the difference is I'm not waving it out in public. So maybe you ought to tone it down there a little bit, bud. Oh, gotcha.
5: Well, maybe we should find the others. Hey, does anyone else have a note? You are unaware. Anyone? That there are others?
2: I sort of take the Hello? note. I take the I mean, notes. you
0: you two can assume you're not the only ones with these notes, but you don't know if there are others definitively. I just
2: gotta okay, stand up and and slap the note into his chest and go. All right, come on, follow me, and I just start going. All
0: right, all right. Other two guys, Stefan and Clay. Yes. What are your moves here?
4: Um, Scrack is just waiting for everyone to get off the train so they can stay quiet. Oh.
0: Um, all right. Are you are you at least off the train yourself? Like, are you in the station?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. Because you need to be. Uh- <laughs> yes. And uh my character
3: leaves the train alone, oddly
0: enough. Oh. oh. Leaves the train alone. You too. Alright. Vanessa von Glockenspielen is left on the train.
4: What's uh, up? Um, I just wasn't anticipating, that. That? Just wasn't anticipating <laughs> him leaving leaving Vanessa on the train.
0: Alrighty. Um, as people are entering the train, you hear um, like like the new set of passengers are entering the train. Um, you see one woman run out screaming about a dead body. There has been a dead body left on this train.
4: <laughs>
0: so y'all might want to clear out quick.
4: Oh yeah, Scrack's definitely going alone to the to our location.
0: Alright, so you all have identical uh, directions on your notes, Um, so ultimately you all end up uh, taking the same route. You can hide from each other if you want, um, or you can just, like, notice each other suspiciously taking the same route, Um, but uh, as you get into town, um, I guess now's a good time to talk about like the town itself and the architecture and all that. It's um, you know a port town. It's kind of the the train station itself was situated sort of at the top of a hill, so you're going downwards towards the bay. Um, The way the sun shines on the water is beautiful and semi-blinding. The water is very blue. Um, And as you descend, uh, it starts with a couple of buildings dotting the hills here and there until it starts to flatten out more towards the bottom um and more and more buildings start filling in until it's like a real sort of city um it kind of feels like a cross between um one of those sorts of spanish cities that you would see like at the beginning of the road to el dorado and uh sort of like a medieval-ish or post-medieval sort of like stone town like the buildings are made primarily with stone and brick Um, the, uh, the roofs all have shingles on them. Um, it's, uh, like, it's a very, it's it's a very post-medieval looking town and it's pretty densely constructed. Um, like once you get down into the buildings, uh, it's hard to see the water from where you are. There aren't a whole lot of streets that act like a straight line down to the, to the bay. So, uh, like once you're in the city, Mostly what you see in all directions is buildings. Very pretty looking buildings, especially when the sun is shining on them. Um, though it does feel better to be in their shade. Uh, but like, and there's a sea breeze blowing through the town, wafting the smell of salt water and seagull poop through the air. Nice. Um, so yeah, this, that's what the port city of Herg feels like, and smells like, and looks like, and sounds like. Because the sounds include people bustling through the streets. There are a couple of street performers here and there on the corners playing their guitars or banjos or what have you. Um, there's, there was one guy playing a set of bongos on one corner. Uh, you can hear uh, seagulls in the air going, Eah! Eah! You know, the way seagulls do. Um, uh, every once in a while you'll see like a mouse skitter across the, uh, the pavement um, it, it's, the streets are paved with, like, cobblestone and all that. Um, there are horse-drawn carriages here and there because carriages have not been given the magic machine treatment like trains and blimps and boats have. Um, it's mostly just horse-drawn stuff as far as that's concerned. Uh, there are... You see one guy pulling a rickshaw uh, somewhere. And um, he's he's got the the word Uber uh, taped on the side, so
3: <laughs> it's,
4: um, a, it's <laughs> an
0: it's an Uber rickshaw.
4: Um, <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: and uh, so yeah, um, that's what this place basically is. And once you hit like the main drag of town, that is Market Street. Now this is one of the streets where there's basically a straight visual line from where you start walking down it towards the ocean. You can see the waterway at the end of the street. Um, so, uh, but there are tons of people, um, you know, hawking goods and selling stuff. There's meat, there's weapons, there's armor, there's potions, there's poisons, there's, um, all sorts of things. There's clothes, there's, um, games and, uh, uh, spices um, some people are even selling like uh, weak magic stones for things like you know to be using things like light fixtures and houses and stuff like that so it's uh, it's a pretty bustling sort of place there are a lot of people around and it's a pretty diverse group of people too the, you can notice that the majority is human but there are also plenty of elves, orcs, dwarves, halflings gnomes, kobolds Goblins, uh, even like half orcs and half elves. When you you know notice them, um, you see one or two goliaths walking the street, though not very many of those. Um, so yeah, like this is a pretty diverse place. Uh, and yeah, that's the that's the city of Hirsch,
4: but no Kinku. Oh,
0: there are Kinku. Okay they just um they're a little sh- like shadier shifty or sneakier like if, if, if you notice them it's because like
4: they're willingly walking out in the open
0: And that is episode one of our uh, villain campaign, Scoundrels, d for Terrible People. Um, so yeah, uh, that's not the end of the first session, so expect to hear my voice completely alone uh, at the beginning and ending of episodes uh, pretty regularly. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm cutting sessions up into uh, multiple episodes apiece. I can probably get about two episodes out of each session, uh, if I edit them properly. So, um, yeah, uh, we're uploading, uh, twice monthly. Uh, we're not, we're not doing this every single week. We're trying to go for, uh, every other week. So, yeah, that should work out to about twice monthly on normal months. So, yeah, um, I am T.O., the Dungeon Master. My players were Dan as the Dragonborn, uh, Brandon as the halfling, Clay as the Kanku, and, uh, Stefan as the character of currently undisclosed race, uh, that will all be revealed later, um, I, if I'm remembering the audio from this episode correctly, uh, I don't think any of them revealed their actual names quite yet, so, uh, I mean, they did in episode zero, if you're interested in Listening to that, but if you're not, you just want to jump right in, then yeah, their their names are still secret at this point. So uh, yeah, um, so stick around for in the next two weeks, episode two will be coming out, and uh, I'm excited for that because that's got the most like actual Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> gameplay in it. Um, so yeah. Okay. yeah so um it was i'm pretty sure it was mine um i guess my phone decided it was just having enough of that that time
2: what just happened yeah it was it, like, that
0: was me that was my phone it disconnected
2: i was like that description was too good we we're done yeah
0: <laughs> i i guess i blew i guess i blew my phone's mind with how deeply i described this town your
2: phone <laughs> whoa this town is me so- Sensory that was, overload.
0: That was 100% me. My phone kicked everybody.
2: This town is so inclusive. It has like every race.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 phone couldn't fathom that. Dang, that was ridiculous. Okay.
2: Or maybe uh, your phone's racist. I was like, I'm tired of all these races. <laughs> <laughs> uh,